Hey there, welcome to the She Connects podcast. I'm thrilled that you are here. My name is Susan Vandenhuvel, and I have the honor of being your host each and every week. She Connects is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, and allows me to connect with women in the online space. I wholeheartedly believe that we as women enjoy connecting with one another to share hearts, disappointments, dreams, any challenges that we're facing, and really to just do life together. The heartbeat behind this podcast is to help empower and equip you to step into all that God has for you to do in this world. I'll be sharing whatever God has placed on my heart for the week, and from time to time, I invite guests on the show that I personally have gleaned and been inspired from, people that I admire and I just maybe want to learn a little bit more from and that I believe you will appreciate listening to. So welcome. I cannot wait to connect with you today. All right, ladies, I'm glad that you're back joining me again this week. We are going to continue on this series that I started, Winning the War Within. We're going to talk this week about the fear of failure. How many of you have felt that battle go on on the inside of you? I know I'm not alone. I have felt it. I have felt it more than once, in fact. (laughs) Uh, Before I get into that, though, I want to just take a couple of minutes and say how thankful I am for just the the outpouring, the, the different women that have reached out in response to the episode I did on not quitting. It was pretty vulnerable. Uh, I really felt like I was really kind of putting myself out there. And if you haven't listened to that, that was, let's see, probably two weeks ago. Uh, It's called Winning the War Within, Don't Quit. But just some feedback that I got. And I just want to give a shout out to all of you that, that reached out and just shared your thoughts. I'm so grateful that you really felt like the Lord spoke to you and encouraged your heart, encouraged your faith through that episode. I, I'm just so grateful. So a few of the things that, that were coming in, um, I appreciate your openness. I'm all teary because it speaks such truth and depth to me. Uh, I was so encouraged by your testimony. I believe and claim the truth that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I felt less alone and I felt understood. It was such a powerful message. It spoke volumes to my life in many ways and not only in my faith. Those are just a few of the, the things, the comments that, that have been coming in. And I'm just so grateful. You know, I am so grateful and really reminded of uh, I, there's a scripture verse. I believe it's in Second Corinthians that says, what we go through, our own suffering, our own you know challenges, we go through them so that we can in turn comfort other people. And so, man, if if you were encouraged by that and your faith was just bird on, fan back into flame, all glory to God. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your feedback. It really, really, really ministered to my heart. So really, truly, I cannot emphasize that enough. So thank you. And did you know really quick here that we are in the last month, this month of December of 2021? Um, Not only is it the last month of the year, 
but this is the final month for the early bird ticket prices for She Rises 2022. So through December 31st, you can take advantage of those reduced ticket prices. And then starting January 1st, there's a price bump. So make sure that you are taking advantage of those early bird prices. The other day I was, well, actually the other night, I was up in the middle of the night over the midnight hour. I won't spend a whole lot of time getting into just the midnight hour and the significance of that. But over the years, the Lord has woke me up over the midnight hour to pray about something specific or pray for someone. You know, he places someone on my heart or maybe it's something that he wants to show me or speak to my heart anyway. So one day this week, I was up over the midnight hour and he really drew my attention to to Deuteronomy chapter one and highlighted verse six to me. And it's, it's about where the, you know, the, the people where the children of Israel, they've been kind of, you know, wandering around. And he says, you have been at this mountain long enough. I'm paraphrasing here. You've been at this mountain long enough. It is time for you to break camp and move on from here. And as I was praying about that and asking the Lord, what is it that you want me to see in this? What are you what are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to show me here? And these things really began to be pressed upon my heart in addition to other things, but these these main points. He just really began to speak to my heart that he is calling us higher. You and me, as women of faith, women of God, daughters of the King, he is calling us higher. And he's saying to us, you have been at this place long enough, and it's time for you to break camp and to move on from here. I'm calling you higher. I am calling you higher. And he just really began to speak these things to my to my heart and and really just kind of download really his heart for for us as women to just really move from this place and move into the things that he has he has created us to do. You know, I'm talking about like even more confidence and even more deeply rooted and established in our identity in Christ. And so, I mean, these questions came to my mind. What fear has held you long enough? I mean, the scripture verse says you've been here long enough. It's time for you to break camp and move on. And so what fear has held you long enough? What label have you worn long enough? What lie have you believed long enough? I believe that God is saying to us, it is time for you to move from that place and to move into the the things that I am calling you to. I am calling you higher. I'm calling you to, to do some really incredible things on the earth. I want to move really powerfully through you. And I was reminded of 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12, where it says, Fight the good fight of faith. I believe that that is what he is calling us to in this hour, that you and I, as women of God, daughters of the King of Kings, that we would move from that place where where we have been kind of hemmed in or felt kind of stuck. Because listen, we were never created to live in a box. 
we just weren't. A boxes, they are containers and they have limited space. And you and I, we were not created to live stuck in a box, having fear hold us back, wearing labels, believing lies. And so I really believe that the Lord is calling us as warring women of faith to fight the good fight of faith. So take advantage of these early bird ticket prices. I really believe that we are on the cusp of a mighty move of God, and it's really exciting. So anyway, enough of the commercials. Let's talk about winning the war within the fear of failure. For this episode and just really praying about, you know, God, what do you want to what do you want to say to us in this area of our lives and winning this battle within, um, you know, fear of failure? And he brought me to Luke's gospel, chapter five. Uh, if you're familiar with this passage of scripture, you know, it's really kind of the miraculous catch of fish. You know, the the disciples were, you know, they had gone out fishing and they came back and they really, you know, didn't have any luck. They they didn't catch a single fish, not even one. And Luke's Gospel, chapter five, uh, I want to read just, just a few verses to you just to kind of give you some context into what we're talking about here and what I believe the Lord wants us to walk away with in this area of our lives. So Luke chapter five, verse two, and this is Jesus um, referring to Jesus here. He, being Jesus, noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen, that being the disciples. Okay, so we have Jesus noticing fishing boats and the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets. And then, so that was verse two. And then I want to just jump down to verses four through six. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished, he said to Peter, now row out to to the deep water, cast your nets, and you will have a great catch. Verse 5, Master, Peter replied, we've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you insist, we'll go out again, let down our nets because of your word. And then in verse 6, when they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish and their nets were ready to burst. I want to circle back to verse two and point out something that Jesus really, I think, wants to draw our attention to. He said that, uh, and he noticed that the fishermen were nearby rinsing their nets. Did you catch that? He observed the fishermen. So here are the boats. The boats are empty. They're kind of docked, if you will. I mean, they didn't have docks back then, but in our modern times. So they were docked, right? They were empty. They were cleaned out. They were docked. And he noticed then nearby, the disciples were rinsing their nets. And that really gives us, gives us an idea, kind of a, kind of a look into it hints that they thought it was over that it was done. They were calling it a day because they were washing their nets. You know, they, they had pulled the boats up. It was done. We're going to rinse our nets. I don't know what happened there that we've never experienced anything like that before. I, I, we really don't know what to make of that, but we're going to rinse our nets. And I don't know, we're just going to go home and, you know, do something else because 
we don't have any fish to clean. There's nothing left for us to do. There's nothing here for us. And so it's kind of over. And then Jesus comes along and tells them, launch out onto the deep for a haul. Launch out into the deep for a haul. And I really love, you know, Peter's Peter's response here. He's honest and he says, you know, really essentially, look, we hear you. You know, we understand that you're, you know, you're encouraging us to launch out again. But here's the thing. We're tired and we're frustrated. We've tried it all. We've been out all night long. You know, we tried this side of the boat. We tried that side of the boat. You know, we've been on over that side of the lake. You know, we've usually had great success on this side. We tried over there. That didn't work. So we went over here. We've been out all night. We've done everything that we know to do. But at your word, we will go. You know, here's the thing that I, if I can modernize this for us, it's really important to understand that these men were experienced fishermen. They were experienced fishermen. They grew up around the lake. They grew up, you know, really kind of mastering their craft of being a fisherman. More than likely, they were with their dads and their brothers and their uncles and, you know, other men in the community, maybe even their their grandpas and out on the lake catching fish. It's who they were. It was their trade. They knew it inside and out. They And so I, I just think it's really important to understand that when Peter looks at Jesus, it's almost like I can picture Peter with this perplexed look on his face, like, do you know who you're talking to? Do you know what you're asking of us? Because we are experienced fishermen. We know this lake inside and out. We know, we know where you know, we know where the fish hang out. We know, you know, all of the things about fishing. We know it. And so I don't understand why you're telling us to launch back out again and try again because we're experienced fishermen. It was a failed attempt. It was a failed attempt and we're done. We're going home. It, you know, these fishermen, these disciples, they were so, so experienced. I mean, these were men that, I mean, ladies, they weren't like just kind of, you know, casting a, casting a, a line in the water and, you know, watching, watching the bobber, you know, sitting back in the boat, you know, popping sunflower seeds waiting for the bobber to 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 go underwater like they were experienced fishermen this would be like Jesus showing up at at our homes my home and your home and and saying can I teach you how to do laundry we don't need to know how we know how to do laundry don't we we don't need to google the steps in how to load the laundry the we don't know we don't need that we we don't need youtube tutorials to show us step by step how to do the laundry we're experienced laundry loaders aren't we we're experienced at laundry washing and so just to really modernize this for you that that i mean jesus was asking them I am about to do something. I'm asking you to trust me here. I know that that was a failed attempt. I know that that you necessarily aren't really given toward trying it again. But will you trust me? Will you launch out into the deep? 
you are going to come away with a haul. And so it really, when we apply this to ourselves, you know, I wonder today, is there something in your life that maybe you have given up on? Maybe you have walked away from. And is it time for you to try again? You know, it's never over until he says that it is. And I think that that's a whole nother topic, a whole nother episode, you know, to be able to kind of walk through knowing whether or not God is closing this door and, you know, this season is coming to an end and he's doing a new thing, which, you know, could very well be. But again, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about having failed attempts at something, but God's not done with it. You know, do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm talking about maybe we've started something and it just didn't go the way we thought that it would. And so we're discouraged and we're tired. We've tried everything that we could, you know, we've given our resources to it and we're just, I don't know, it feels too risky to try again. And yet God's not done with it. God isn't done with it. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. In him, we never fail in totality. We fail forward. Let me say that again. In him, in God, we never fail in totality. We fail forward. (laughs) We fail forward. And so what do I mean by that? It's like when we fail forward, we learn and we grow from it. We learn and we grow from it. From it, Failure can be a really great teacher if we let it. It can be a really great teacher. It can teach us a lot. And so I think that it's, it's really important to flip that narrative and say, you know what? I can actually make friends with failure and allow her to teach me something, allow her to stretch me, allow her to make me better instead of making me bitter. I can make friends with with failure and allow failure to to refine me and to mature me and to allow allow me to trust God even more. And so it it's really it's really just flipping that narrative and saying, you know what? I maybe have tried this and it maybe didn't go the way that I wanted it to, but I don't feel like God is done with it. And so maybe it's time for me to take a risk and try it again, because I'm sure that that looking back at this story in Luke's gospel, Peter was glad that he set down his tiredness, his frustration and his confusion and picked up his net to launch out again, because we see that when he did that, He brought in a haul, just like Jesus said. In fact, it was so big that he had to, you know, call over his business partners in other boats and and ask for their help to bring in the catch. I mean, that's really incredible. And so when we think about, okay, I can tell that God, that God is still in this, that he hasn't he hasn't necessarily closed the door. It's 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 not over. I recognize that I'm just tired. I'm frustrated. Uh, I'm disappointed. But I can hear the Lord is 
is calling me to try again. And when I look at when I look at what what the results were in in this story with with the disciples, what they would have missed out on the miracle that they would have missed out on if they would have just kind of pushed Jesus's encouragement aside and said, "Look, you are silly. We are experienced fishermen. We've done everything. You know, I know we're just going to call it a day. We'll come back and we'll try again tomorrow. But look at what happened because Peter said, yeah, you know what? We're tired. Yeah, we're discouraged. Yeah, we're frustrated. Yeah, that was a failed attempt. We don't understand what happened there. But at your word, we will do it. At your word, we will do it. And so I just wonder in your life, is there something that God is asking you to try again? I know that it feels so risky. I know that there's an element of risk, but you know what? Our faith in God, our trust in him, there is an element of risk, isn't there? Because in our minds, we want to know all the answers. We want we want a a step-by-step guide, don't we? But then that doesn't that doesn't allow us to factor in our faith and trust. And you know what? God is calling us to be people of faith and to trust him that Even when I don't get it, even when I don't understand, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to lay down my tiredness. I'm going to lay down my frustration. I'm going to lay down my confusion and I'm going to pick up my faith. I'm going to pick up my trust and I'm going to try again. Is there something, is there something that you need to pick up again? Maybe for you, it's that blog or that book that you maybe were were writing and you just kind of got a little discouraged and you you stopped writing. Maybe it's that that healthy lifestyle, that that plan that you started and maybe you got sick and it, it just, you know, that kind of fell off to the side or maybe with the holidays or, you know, maybe the scale isn't moving or, or whatever, but maybe God is encouraging you to to try again. Um, maybe for you, it's maybe you had a, a, a kind of an, an unpleasant uh, experience volunteering uh, somewhere. And so, you know, you just kind of feel like I really like volunteering, but that was a really bad experience. And now I have a sour taste in my mouth and I'm just not sure I want to do it again. But God is is encouraging you to try again. Maybe it's a different organization. Maybe it's with a different group. I don't know. But you know what? Maybe God is asking you to try again. Are there some faith-filled steps that you can take that will take you toward the things that God has called you to do? Faith-filled steps, actionable steps that you can begin to take starting today or starting this week. As I wrap this week's episode up, I want to draw your attention to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I tell you what, 2 Corinthians has been really feeding me a lot, feeding my soul, feeding my faith so much in in this season. As I as I look at verse 10, verses 10 through 14 of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, 
Uh, again, I'm paraphrasing here. I really want to encourage you to go and, and take some time to uh, look up these passages yourself. But, you know, really, Paul is encouraging the people to finish what they started a year ago, to finish what they felt like they were being prompted and being called to do a year ago, to not let those good intentions grow stale. And so for you and me, I would say, You've got what it takes, not, of course, not in and of yourself, but, you know, with the Lord, of course, you know that. I'm not saying that in and of yourself, but your heart regulates your hands. Your heart regulates your hands. And so maybe, maybe you just need to invite the Lord into those, those places of your heart that feels disappointed and feels frustrated and feels, you know, like, gosh, that was just a miserable failure. And I don't even want to try it again. Invite the Lord into those places of your heart. And then in verse 14, he he says, the size of the gift doesn't matter. It's fully acceptable according to what we have, not what we may lack in. And I realized that that Paul, you know, really what he is addressing here, the full context of this passage of scripture, it's written to people in Corinth about giving monetary gifts. But you and I can also apply it to the things that he has called us to and the gifts lying in our hands, the things that he's placed on the inside of us. And so I want to encourage you to keep going. Keep going, sister. Keep going. Try again. What did he speak to you earlier this year? The dream is still on. I just really believe that so strongly on the inside of me that he wants to encourage you just like he was encouraging those tired, frustrated, discouraged fishermen that day to try again, that the dream is still on. The dream is still on. What I've called you to, what I've placed on the inside of you, allow me to breathe fresh courage into you. Allow me to strengthen you. Allow me to revive what feels disappointed and discouraged on the inside of you because the dream is still on. What did I tell you to do? What did I place in your heart? What was the thing that you maybe stepped out to do, but maybe it didn't go the way that you thought it was supposed to go? It didn't look the way you had thought that it would or that you hoped that it would. And so you just kind of let it go. I believe that God wants you to know that the dream is still on, sister. The dream is still on. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Activate your faith. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Lay down those discouragements. Lay down that frustration. Lay down that disappointment and pick up your faith. Pick up your trust and launch out again. All right. I hope that this was encouraging to you. I'm championing you forward. I'm in your corner. I believe in you. I believe in what God has called you to do. I believe in the dreams that are in your heart. I believe in your gifts. I believe I believe that you have value. I believe that you have worth. I believe that whatever it is that uh, is on the inside of you, that it's needed, it has value, and it's significant in this world. So, all right. I hope this was encouraging to you. I will catch you next time. We're going to have a special guest on the show with us next week that is really, really exciting to me. I'm really 
really looking forward to putting these next episodes in front of you. Um, just some amazing friends who are adding a lot of value and a lot of wisdom in this series that you are going to love. So um, I will catch you next week. Same place, same time. Stay well. Love you guys. Well, I hope that that was a blessing in your life. I'd love to hear what you walked away with from this week's episode. Drop a comment and let me know. I read and respond to each and every one of them, and I would love to hear from you. We all know people who could use some encouragement, especially nowadays, right? If you felt this episode was a blessing to you, would you share it with the people in your life? Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode because a new one drops each and every Wednesday. And would you be willing to leave a review and maybe even a few stars? It not only fills my heart and means so much to me, but it helps women find the podcast and be encouraged too. Have a fabulous week and I will connect with you right back here next week.